And they ain't saved either. Yo, y'all crazy. Was, so y'all yeah. just gonna Shut join up. us in the listen, y'all just gonna join us in the middle of a conversation. Welcome to oh, uh, welcome, welcome hey, we to live. We are live. live. Yeah, we live. So Yo. welcome to the 2022. We popping bottles. What you got, Jerry? Jerry, Jerry popping mountain. Oh, he, he popping got, Canada no, he dry. Got Canada dry. He got Canada oh, okay. dry. Yeah, no he sweats? all right. He all right. Sweats? Because, so because, no sweats. Because once I, once I saw that video, I made my stomach upset, so I need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just going to start out like that, huh? We just going to start out like that. I have a dream. I have a dream. I don't How think do I you, fade the black? Uh, you don't fade the black on this one, dog. You just going to have to, uh, we just gonna have oh, to like deal this? with this. So yeah, Hassel's gonna fade the black. Hassel's gonna fade the black. There I go. So listen, (laughs) welcome welcome to the 2022 first episode, season two, episode one of the Deacon Board Podcast. Listen, I got my boys here. We're hanging out today. Uh, Respect to Maurice. He's uh, he's under the weather a little bit. So, you know, we praying for him, wishing him all all speedy recovery. Yeah, he sound like whispers too, man. He just... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he's been in the dark for days. When he he called us this morning, he had the lights on. I'm like, yo, I'm glad you're out the dark because, you know, he was acting like a vampire in Brooklyn. He couldn't see Mm. nothing. And you already know he dark with all that gray hair. You just saw a shadow. (laughs) (laughs) You know he gonna call. You know he gonna call. So I got my man, Dr. Bishop Professor James Hassel, all the way from Yonkers, New York. I got my man, Elder Reverend Jerry Moore. We're gonna we gonna come back to Jerry today. Jerry got beef out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right now. So we're gonna come back to him in a little bit. We uh, flying see, we're out. We're gonna fly teams. out. We're gonna fly out and, uh, and help him. Transformers. Here we go. But, but you know, you know, they like spitting on people out in uh, in Tulsa. Oh, but uh, oh, we got a uh, oh, we got oh, we got my man. <laughs> we got my man Corey Dandridge in the house. Corey in his angry orchard. I didn't know black people really drank angry orchard, but I'm gonna let that fly for a little bit. And uh, <laughs> and of course. And of course, February I got. First, I have one with him. And I of course, we got the, the the Reverend Elder Robert D. Matlamore from Newburgh, New York, in the house. Rob shaking his head because he feel like we setting him up today. Nah, We're not setting him up, Rob, Rob. Rob, we both fade to black if it get too hot. Quickly, yo, I mean, I yell this, yo, Dante. We're gonna yell, "Heavens to Murgatroyd!" Detroit, <laughs> Exit stage left. Even listen, I I mean, I'm the one that should fade to black before preachers up here. I ain't telling what any of y'all gonna say. So you know, I'm the one that need to fade to black. It's it's dangerous in these parts. Listen, so it is Martin Luther the King Day, as uh, as my man from Coming to America said, and uh, (laughs) you know, today would have been his 93rd birthday if the United States government and J. Edgar Hoover did not assassinate him way back in 1968. I said it. James is shaking his head. He's like, no, oh. you know, no, I'm going to tell you why. Because I heard something the other day that changed my perspective. Uh, Dr. Oz, uh-huh. Dr. Oz said that Dr. Fauci is the J. Edgar Hoover of public health. Ooh. Wow. Wow. That, that's. That that messed me up. The depth of that statement from Doctor Oz. See, and the fact that he could actually say that. Oh, he said meaning, it. Meaning, he's credential. He's this credential. Is, this is man. very well known knowledge of what happened to King. Right. Right. And so, Doctor Oz, referring to Jacob J. Edgar Hoover as a institutional 
failure, who missed it, who had the wrong perspective. Right, right. Wow. That's, wow. Yo, that thing shook me, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I agree, but dang. Oh, I don't agree. No, I don't agree with what he said, but I but the fact that he was bold enough to say it. That's a bold statement. That's yeah. a really, really, really bold statement. I don't even know if it's a necessary. Yo, but, but I mean, know, Oz. But you know, he's I running mean, for public, he's running for public office too. Who yeah, Oz? He is. Yeah, he oh, is. Yeah, he's oh, running. Okay. Okay. He's running right. in Pennsylvania. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. Oh, and he oh, lives see. in Jersey. See, it, oh, so, see, there's, uh, well, the, there's the fly in the ointment. See, I, you know, again, mm -hmm. I brought it up, but there's the fly in the ointment. You know, if mm -hmm. it was pure from a medical perspective, not, then that thing carries some weight to me. Right, but, right. But he still might a, have some knowledge, though, as oh, far absolutely. as... Oz is a joke. I'm going to tell you right now. Dr. Oz is a... Yeah. I don't know much about him. I just know his name. That's about it. I, I mean, that's a lot. several podcasts on him, documentaries on him. He's a joke. I, I mean, you know, but to call this man J. Edgar Hoover, who was probably the the probably the most vile, evil public leader, government leader ever. That's a lot. That's and, that's and, and what it's referring to is the fact that J. Edgar Hoover served under several presidents the same way. And yes. his philosophy actually shaped a justice system which which was um it was it was how can I say it? it was flavored by his racism. Correct. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just I mean since you're talking about the assassination, whoever right. we've watched the movies, you know the conspiracies, the facts, what's come out, and it's not even conspiracies because the the files is open now. Right, files are open. But yeah, the, the, open. You know, but the point is is that people don't want to hear that. You know, nah, you nah. Know, we got a whitewashed. We got a whitewashed his, history book. Well, you, you know, know and, see, uh, and, uh, we, we can't we can't teach it anyway. You can't teach uh, race. You can't race teach theory. You can't Crit teach that the United States actually killed Martin Luther King, John Kennedy, Malcolm X, and and, and Mega Evers, and and everyone else back in the '60s. You can't teach that right now because, well, it's no, the truth. Neither in with critical race theory, the the, right. the backlash on it. You can't even call New Year's Eve watch night anymore. It's got to be crossover service. Is that what it is? Critical race theory. Yeah, absolutely out your mind. This is how we're gonna start the new year, huh? Okay. Oh, you're saying right. it's Martin Luther King's birthday. It's his Happy birthday, birthday to. You. <laughs> I, I hate. I okay, hate okay. Let me, I hate I hate that song with a passion. I ain't even gonna that's, lie to that's you. That's probably man. one of Stephen Wonder's worst songs. It's ever folk been. music. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let me let me tell you something. I was talking to Marsha. You was in the room when I was talking to Marsha Ambrosius. Yep. Yep. And she said her favorite song. Drop. drop. I'm ahead. sorry. Anyhow, she said her hey, favorite tell song. I, hey, tell I said hey. I sure will. I said, hey, all right, I sure will. Uh, if I ever see her again. But um the point was <laughs> The point was, she said her favorite song was "Happy Birthday," right. not Mike, not not so much um, um, Stevie Wonder's, but the original one, because mm -hmm. how she said in her favorite line was that that end of it, you know, um, da, 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 da. "Happy Birthday to," you know, the the cadence at the yeah. end, right? Mm -hmm. And she said because all of the emotion in that song makes people review their lives. She wants to write music at that level. So even though I don't like the, you know, the, the, 
the clunky, you know, keyboardy slapping happy birthday that Mike that um that Stevie Wonder wrote. I get the fact that he wrote a folk song that that basically they sing at Applebee's when you turn fifty. Right. <laughs> That's crazy, but it's true. It's crazy, but it's true. Um, yeah. So I mean, I asked the question before we came on the air. If Dr. King was alive, forget, forget, I can't even lead it off that way. I can't play the video that I played earlier because I got all the preachers on, so I don't want to, I don't want to do them like that. So that, when, we, when we end the show, I'll play it. Um, oh, for, on Boondocks. Oh, yeah, okay. Boondocks. Yeah, the Boondocks but, but clip. The, the question is, was his sacrifice worth it? The sacrifice that he and his family made for a whole, for black people. Or actually for black and white people for the United States of America, was it worth it? Have we lived up to everything that he dreamed for us as a people, as a country, as a nation? Okay, now you load the now you load the question because you, you put two questions in there. Was it was it worth it? Yes. Have we lived up to it? No. And 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 that's the thing because him dying for us gave us opportunities that we never had have we maximized on those opportunities no because we have allowed us to affect us that's my opinion um and until we get out of our heads um then we can never go forth like he wants us to but i think that we have um <laughs> we have uh, well, we made strides but i would say no you know, I can, can I just pipe in, Jerry? I, I think I agree with you for the most part, but I think that the question, the, the question is bad. Be, because, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I think the question is bad. Yeah, same to you, Doc. Hey. <laughs> All right, but I'm saying this, it's because many times we're quitting, we're quitting Martin Luther King to Jesus, like he died for Ooh, us. No, no. Like there's some sort of martyr and Saul Williams wrote that that whole piece yeah, on Martyr Luther, on King. Martyr Luther King. Right. And that I think that that he it was the movement in the 60s had had a had great teeth to it. And I think his his death and the death of Malcolm and the others helped to to um to kind of mobilize everybody to get a job done in, in late 60s. But then what happened, there was a senator in um, in New York, Moynihan, Daniel Patrick Moynihan. Mm -hmm. He wrote this doctrine, I think we talked about this before, about benign neglect. Right. You ever heard right. of it? Yep. Where it's basically, it's saying, look, the law was passed, but if we don't talk about it, we don't enforce it, it goes away. Correct. <clears throat> and as far as the civil rights bill, they're still fighting for that stuff. Even now, trying to Voting you know, Rights Act. Yeah, the Voting Rights Acts, even now. So we we know that it wasn't permanent in the sixties and it should have been made permanent. Um, but our country is not is not thinking that way. But I, I also think that there are many in the in our community who are totally unaware of the fact that those strides need to be, you know, made and also preserved. And of course, that Boondock video, you know, what it just kind of nailed some of the culture, but it ain't all of us. And so I don't think we all are, you know, being uh, shiftless, trifling, 
you know, whatever he said, what Martin said in the speech. But I think there is some of that. But I think America is shiftless and trifling. Correct. Mm. Oh, we know that. We know Dante, America. what's the question again? Uh, man, I forgot. It was so long. Uh, what was yeah. it? Was so, his my answer was long? See, I'm no, not saying yeah. that. Was his sacrifice worth it? And have we lived up to the dream that Martin had as a as a people, as a nation? So it's a two part question. I, I will I will always say that any anything that anybody does for a nation or for a community um, or for just their circle, is it worth it? Absolutely. You can't take away uh, the efforts and um, the accomplishments uh, that were made. And so, you know, was it worth it what Martin Luther King went through? Absolutely, because it, 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 it transcends just his generation. Right. It goes to our generation, our children, their children. And so it, it started the ball rolling. But I, I kind of agree with um, the uh, Dr. Reverend Bishop Hassel, um, who so eloquently uh, spoke these things. St. James, because that's why I, I know. I just wanted to make sure I, that people know. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure they know that we got to honor the mind of God. M A N D. M A N D. The mind or, or, of or God. Is it, or is it M A A N D? Because, you know, that's how I don't even know. You know how it is. We got to stretch out the, the silver mind of God. Uh, no, you so, got to see it in the in the captions how it, how it comes across when you say it. <laughs> Are we living up to it? Um, I think we got a long way to go. I think it was a different era. Right. It was a different different time. Right. Um, right. that he, um, that Martin Luther King was in. So a lot of the stuff that they're doing now, we don't have that same mindset. The nonviolence that 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 he took, you're not gonna have that same mindset now with this with this generation. They're about getting out there doing some action. You do you what you do to me, I'm gonna return that. Right. And so right, right, right. it was a different mindset, but you can't. I don't think we can somewhat, and it's just me. I don't think we could measure what happened back then to what is going uh, going on now with that same um with that same um um test or what standard because um martin was saying that he, regardless of what happened to him he's gonna be nonviolent. but if you spit on me i'm nowadays it's it's i'm gonna spit back on you oh somebody just got spit on yesterday he didn't spit back. i'm not going i'm not i'm not going there <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying if, oh my I'm god just saying, i'm just saying if you hit me it. i think it's going if you hit me, I'm going to hit you. You use violence against me, I'm going to use violence against you. And they feel that that's the way they're going to get their justice. Right. And so I'm not taking away anything that Martin did. He set the stage. He got the ball rolling. He, he, he did a lot for us. The Civil Rights Act of 1964. You got the... Um, the Voting Rights Act of 1965. You got the Immigration and Nationality Service Act and, and the Fair Housing Act. Everything that he did, he got the ball rolling for us today. 
It's just so, the fact that we have a different mentality, mm-hmm. and I think that mm-hmm. they've taken it, um, they've taken it further into what they feel is necessary for them to get justice. That's all. So, so now the question is, with, with all of that, Maurice, I, I'm gonna wait. You, you didn't Corey. give Corey. Corey, give me, give me, give me two seconds because I want to. Uh, Maurice said something here. He said we marched then to still march now for the same desires they got lynched for then. Does it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're still going the same thing. But Corey, answer that. Answer. You give the answer to the first question. Now let's talk about what Maurice wrote. So I believe yes, definitely. Um, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Um, like like so many have already said, he you know this gave us an opportunity to actually have our voice be heard. You know, it, it put us out on the on the on the main stage for for the first time in a long time. And the problem I have though, yeah, I don't think we have lived up to it. Um, you know, a lot of times <laughs> if we look at the church, the church today, especially I, I would say the black church today, that everything is about me, me, how how to better myself. How to better my standing, you know, in just living in the world today. It's not really focused on social justice issues, and and social justice has become like a bad term for church people for some reason. And it's saying, you know, we we're looking at we're not we're focusing on on the wrong thing. We're we're saying, well, we're going to let Jesus handle that. When Jesus comes back, he'll take care of that. No, let's fix it now. Let's let's deal with this now. The problem was back in the fifties uh, and sixties. Billy, right Billy Graham came in. What what happened? His grandbaby in the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's upstairs. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about Billy Graham. But see, the problem was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people know that Billy Graham once he heard the once he heard the I um I have a dream speech. You know what his response to that speech was? He said, "Oh, the, 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 there'll never be a day that day will never come. You know where the white and the black children will walk together until Jesus comes. Until Jesus comes back for that. He would. He 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 basically was telling everyone like." That ain't gonna happen in my time. We're not we're not working on that. That's not something that we need to focus on. We need to focus on Jesus and him coming back and he'll take care of that. No. He was given license to them to say, well, we're not we're not gonna deal with this today. That's not what we're gonna deal with. We're gonna actually focus on something else. And he he was trying to skirt the issue. There's a book by uh Anthea Butler, it's called White Chris White Evangelical Racism. Mm-hmm. That book needs to be read by every person. OMG. And it gives the history of racism and how it started from back in slavery, how you know it started back then, how all the religions in the in the country were all separated because of racism. And so up until this point, and yeah. about so so I'm sorry, I had to I had to run upstairs real quick because uh Jolie decided to walk up all the steps. I know her mother and her grandmother are watching this. She decided to walk up the steps, and my wife didn't know where she was. Brenda thought she was in here with me. Oh, oh she was up. It's horrible. But so can I, I can I, I say something to that? Yeah, because um, yeah, after after Rob, I want to answer Corey too. Yeah, I I, I want to say something. 
because uh, I, I agree, but I disagree a little bit only with the fact that not all black churches and I know you don't mean all black churches Thank and you. I know that yeah um are are that way or looking out for themselves because you have two I, I'm I'm not familiar with um uh, Jerry 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 um mm -hmm. what he does but it seems like he gets in a lot of trouble uh as well in his community um but and and and, and, and to me that's good trouble you'll see me not being in the four walls You'll see Dr. Hassel, James, outside the four walls as well. And so we have those, and, and I know we have those political ties where they call on us if something is going on, something in the community is, is happening because they believe that we have a voice. They believe we have that influence. They, that's what they believe. And so they call on us. And so I looked at, and Dante, I'm not trying to start nothing with the family, but our grandfather, I posted some clips um, of what my mom, newspaper clippings of what my mom gave me as far as um, with Soul Saving Station. And in there, it says that for more than 45 years, he's been noted throughout the Mid-Hudson Valley as a human, as a human rights and civil rights advocate, an educator, and a philosopher, and a community and spiritual leader. I find myself doing the same thing as far as being an advocate, being someone. I, I'm matter of fact, um, I haven't announced it, um, but I'm thinking about getting in the political arena uh, as well. Um, but I, so I don't really think that I think this new generation of pastors um, and I wouldn't consider Hassel old, the senior, uh, you know, like 95. He's not 95. Praise the Lord. So I wanna but be, I see Lord, him I do. working. I, <laughs> I see him working in his community. He's working in his community. I'm, I'm working in my community. Um, I know others that are working in their community. So we're not all just looking for just me, me, me and that selfish, um, you know, that selfish gain or what I can get out of it. it I, here's the thing about pastoring that I found out. I do more to help others than I do to help myself. And Corey, your father was a pastor as well. So, you know, the sacrifice yes. that he made helping others. And sometimes we go without. So there was and a time where the black no, church wait, was. Corey, I wasn't even. I mean, uh, Dante, hold on. Let me wrap it up. I promise you, I'll wrap it up. Because James wanted to say something. Nah, so you covered I, it, I, though. You covered I it. I really don't right want now. you to think that it's all about just us gaining something. Because um, if that was the truth, then I wouldn't be working as hard as I'm working. I'm working hard in the church and outside the church. Just to make sure people, man, they called me the other day. Pastor, you got a heater. Well, what happened to your heater? So now they put those things on, on us as far as, okay, well, you know what? Let me go and go and help this person out. Pastor, we ain't got no, Corey, you know. Now, I, I agree. There are some people out there, and I agree with you. There yeah. are some people out there who do things for selfish gain. 
but you got some some that you know personally oh, that's personally. out there like really really in the community trying to do things for the community trying to make things right trying to make sure that 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 the injustices are 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 you know uh resolved and different things like that yeah, yeah. and so mm -hmm. i don't i don't take your statement as you're saying it as everybody no but it is sparking some conversation now that i believe that you do have some some people that aren't going to hide in the in the four walls and i'm not hiding there's no if ands or buts about it i'm not hiding i'm there so let me ahead, let Dr. me say Hassel. this no, no, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Let me say this real quick. There was a time, th there was a time, kind of hours, but there was a time where the black church was the center of politics in the black community. Yeah. And and I think we have a lot of people have. Maurice, shut shut up, Maurice. <laughs> oh, he he messed me up because this is what he said. Um, um. So, but a lot of black preachers have gotten away from have gotten away from <laughs> from being in the center <laughs> being in the center being the center of politics because uh, they don't want to mix quote unquote church and politics but you have to because the church is the community the church should represent the community in my opinion um, so Jesus wasn't political I Everything uh, is political. Everything is political. Jesus wasn't can political. I, everything can is I political. pipe in? But, but, can but, I pipe but in? You, but, but, let me, go ahead, James. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say something very controversial, but you know. Oh, say yeah. it. No, say that. That's more important asking. than what I'm about to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm your, about politics, to... your, your politics often impacts your bottom line, though. And so you you try so much to say the right thing, do the right thing, be with the right people, that it impacts your bottom line from a from some pastors, so it so it, it so it behooves them just to shut up. Sometimes that's how they feel. Like I don't want to say anything because I don't want it to impact my bottom line, or I don't want people to think that I'm hating on this person, or don't like this person, or talking bad about this person. So that's why a lot of people, a lot of pastors, aren't involved civically the way that they were back in the day. That's just my opinion. All right. From so here's I my I, ahead, there's ahead. two there's two streams of this. There's two streams of this. There's the white evangelical church, and they then there's the black church. Then oh, there's I'm... the black church. The white evangelical church, you can't say they don't do that. They do. They <laughs> do ahead. what's best for their for them. people. Right. For their it's, people. The peck and order. Mm -hmm. they, they talk about law and order. When you understand what the order means, it has to do with pecking order. They want to make sure that they stay at the high on the food chain. And in the black church, what we what our strength was in our numbers. And this right. is why the black the, the voting rights bill was so important because in, in especially in the 60s, <coughs> 60s when when black churches were teeming with with people be, for several reasons first of all because it was the center of the community it was the it was the it was the the center of our voice right and it right. was our way of connecting and so but it wasn't just the black church because the nation of Islam was experiencing the same influence Right. And we have votes. And so even now, I understand my strength in my community is the numbers I bring with me. They understand, they, they're saying, well, 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 Pastor, you know, can I come to your church? You know, they want to see how many people sitting there. But right, now they're right. watching my, my, 
that I'm literally watching the politicians commenting on my live feeds. They're seeing how many people are watching. They're seeing the numbers. They're seeing the views. They understand the influence we have. And so I could turn, can I turn the election for a city, for, for the city of Yonkers with my influence? Um, depends on what level. Can I influence I think, the city council race? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I, can I, can I, some of the more local, because my city is 250,000 people. Um, but if I, for instance, Bottoms in Poughkeepsie, with his, the size of his membership in a, t in a town that small, how does he affect the the politics in that city by with his voice he's got 10 percent. at one point he had 10 percent of the population in right. his church so it's just like mclemore rob just like my cousin that rob it's you you're in newburgh an even smaller city and okay can i say something first can I say oh, something real quick? go ahead jerry i just want to say this that i was kept i kept looking at him i was like man they look like the dude that i used to follow on youtube all the time man because i used to love his service Man, I'm in, man, I'm in, man. Who's that? Let's take me on to Jesus. You talking about Rob? R.D. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll preach. He'll preach. He'll preach. Oh, oh, he'll preach. Listen, I told you I come from a long line of preachers. He's he, he the one that got it. He He's the one that got it. He preaches just like He said, man, I, let me just say this real quick. Now, now Rob don't know what to say. He's like, uh. <laughs> and see, look, look, wait, wait, look at that impact. Look at Look at that impact. Jerry and old, old bum, bum, dumb, uh, Okamoji, Oklahoma. Okay. He watching you from Oklahoma. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he, out on this, he out on this 15 acres in Oklahoma shooting guns, but he know who RD is. Yo, Jerry, hey. we got to come out there. You got, I, for real, I got to, I got to hey, come out. I, I'll buy the, the ammo. I just need, I need a couple hours just. <laughs> right. So hey, I'll, I'll show y'all some old stuff afterwards. But but watch, but watch this. But so what James is saying, what what Rob's saying, what Corey's saying, what Jerry's saying is that you know all politics is local, and in your community you have that influence, and that's what. And, and, and the thing about bringing it back to Martin Luther King, he had that influence nationally, well, pretty much nationally. Um, you know, from Chicago down to the South, you know, and the people that were against him most, you know not only were were caucasians but there are a lot of there are a lot of black people that were against him also for stirring yeah. up the hornet's nest for stirring up problems and then you know i truly believe that um as much as people try to pit martin and malcolm against each other they wanted the same thing but had two different ways of going about getting it and i i can't see it this is how i see it this is how i see it Malcolm and Martin were two plug. They were two prongs on a plug. Right. There was the positive and the negative. There's no flow, no currents without both. Both. Right. They, there's got to be the possibility of violence to motivate some folk. Correct. Correct. I mean, well, the possibility was it really violence or was it really you know defending yourself? Who? Who? Malcolm. Yes, because because Malcolm never. <laughs> Malcolm, because I don't think Malcolm advocated us going out and just beating people up. I think Malcolm was an advocate of saying, if somebody hits you, you have the right to knock them out. There's a difference. There is a difference, right? At some point he did evolve, but but his message showed the potential of response. But Always. is it, it but but like I said by any means necessary. But but a response a response to getting hit isn't to me I understand the point of violence. You know, I get I get what you're saying. 
I get what you're saying. I'm just, I just want to make sure that you know. No, he wasn't. Were... He wasn't saying go take something that doesn't belong to you. He was saying protect what belongs to you. Correct. Self defense. There's nothing wrong with self defense. There, but there... Martin, Martin was like, no, take take the you know take that billy club to the head. Yeah, that's crazy. To me. We shall I, overcome. I don't. I, I don't understand that. Piece. I, I've, I'll never understand that piece. But it's uh. But that's just me. You know, if you hit me, I'm gonna hit you back. If you spit on me, I'm spitting back on you. Just saying. Even if it's your brother. Even if it's my brother. I got I got a brother up here and a first cousin down there. One of them jokers spit on me. I'm spitting back on you. I'm telling you right now. You're gonna clear. You're gonna real man. It's been real, man. God bless y'all. God keep y'all. Nah, Jerry, you can't leave yet. You can't leave yet, Jerry. You can't leave yet, Jerry. Listen, listen. I know, I know no, you got. Jerry people. was about to get out of there with that. I, I, I know, you, I know you got people. I know you got people out in Tulsa giving you heat because Jerry lives in Tulsa. So let's just, just just take the elephant out of the room right now. Jerry lives out in Tulsa, and uh, the bottom line is he made a post yesterday about the viral video that's out there on TMZ. For those of you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it, and you know. I think it's time for us to stop defending. You don't have to put them down. You don't have to talk about them. But it's time to say, oh, it's nonsense. Stop doing nonsense. You don't have to do nonsense to preach the word of God. The word of God preaches itself. You don't. It's okay to do illustrative sermons. You don't have to be provocative. You don't have to be provocative. So my statement to- was very clear. I made a statement um, so I can pipe in and get out. And here was it. Here was my statement. <laughs> There is a difference between a demonstration of power right. and a demonstration of my point. Correct. Jesus opened blind eyes with his spittle. He didn't just make a point. Correct. I don't mind you spitting as long as a miracle follows. Ah. 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 That's a demonstration of power. That's a demonstration of power. But if you just spitting to make a point. That's just dumb. You're just doing it to go viral. So how much would you? How much would you? How much would you have to get paid to get spit on? In the motor words of my, in the motor words of my grandmother, all money ain't good money. <laughs> Correct. Your grandmama was wise. Your grandmother was wise. Yeah. Okay, let me let me let me go and let me go and talk about it. Um, I know Mike Todd. Um, I've been knowing him before he was even a preacher. He was a drummer um, because he came up under Carter Pearson. And when um, McIntyre, when he left, um, he was Mac- he was um, Pearson's youth pastor. When they broke away, Mike Todd went with him. So I've been knowing Mike Todd ever since I moved to Oklahoma. Um, good dude. I mean, I don't really, I don't really deal with him like that. But my issue was this: was that we have now be- we have now made the church so entertainment that we shun away from the word when mm-hmm. jesus did that jesus did that to heal a man mm-hmm. you did that to get to get views and that's my saying because when jesus did that that man was blind he was in need mm-hmm. you did that to get people to get excited about something that has been preached many times before and still no one has to do spit because here's my thing you spit on me and church is over with 
I hope you got your offering because church is over. Yo, it's gonna be a and, mark like Mark in church. Like Mark just got just came up to the front and just punched that dude. What, what, oh my god! Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Mark, 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 come on, Mark, come on, Mark. You don't have to punch. Yo, he just he just rolled up. A, yeah. He's gonna be like, Yo, Jerry, Jerry, no, no, Jerry, no. <laughs> and I've had people, man. I've had people so mad, man. I had one guy. He told me if he saw me in the streets, what he was going to do. And I was like, well, you can try. I mean, it may not go good for you. I tell him, don't let the Bible in the suits fool. But I don't understand. I think, that's, I, think that's, I think that's Dante's point. Why are we defending somebody who went too far? Right. Yo, he went too far. He went too far. That's it. That's and what you were talking about, Jerry, was about uh, the culture in the church. And you ain't the first one. That dude who did who put the um the scaffolding and and was was flying from the balcony right. too, too much. <laughs> yo, yo, he was trying to hoop. He was trying to hoop from the sky. Yo, so with the with with the the um the harness right. choking him. He's like, right. and God, God said. No, you are doing the most right now. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. They're going to come see that, but it's a spectacle, and the power of God is not on that. Right, right. If, right. if there was a miracle that occurred after that, then okay, fine. But your illustration, you, you can't, you're not Jesus. Stop trying to do what Jesus did. You can talk about it. You can even... And, okay, okay Don, I'm going to go a little further because I didn't go that far. But I'll go a little further. Paul, the Bible says that from his body were taken handkerchiefs. And so I'm not saying that Jesus reserves that miracle process to himself. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it is reserved to a miracle process. Correct. Mm -hmm. Especially in COVID. You spitting on... (laughs) Right, right. I don't care if it's your brother or not. You spit on me, I'm spitting back on you. Rob, <laughs> James, Corey, Jerry. Yeah, but 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 I agree with Doctor uh, with James because I I COVID or no COVID, you still ain't gonna put no spit on my eyes and you hocking loogies and all that other stuff. You ain't you ain't you ain't doing that, man. Yeah. That's but I understand what you're saying. It, you know, Jesus did that. And miracles follow that. And I get exactly what what um, James is saying. Miracles got to follow something of that extent of a demonstration. You just spitting on a person and there's nothing that comes after that. I'm not here. I saw, yo, Rob, I saw someone on Instagram, right? Now you've seen what true, he, he said, they said something like this. They said, this is what's wrong with the church. You don't understand submission. That man was walking in submission. That's why he let his pastor spit on him. I can't even say what I would normally say because my mom is watching. Yo. But but I seen somebody that said, and, and we all know that this person. Pastor Mike Todd is incredibly gifted, and he, he will is. continue to see God's favor, uh, God favor his life. Stop. And I, wait. I'll, let, oh, that was Jason. Say. Was that Jason? Mm-mm. No, I saw it this morning. I, but I, no, I'm putting it out there because I read it. 
I read it though, but this I know what you're saying. He's not gonna cancel him. He's not gonna be canceled from this. He made not it over this. this. And I wouldn't cancel him over this. I wouldn't cancel him over this either. No. That's, that, that's dumb. I this, think I think that it's he's a gonna up even more. Exactly. Yeah. I think people people take take the negative and they look at it and then you got some who crucify, but you got some who will defend and praise and be like, okay, you know what? I'm going over here. I'm going to build this up. And I think he's going to blow up. Yo, if I, I think he's going to blow up was, even more. And I don't if I was know Olivia that. Pope, if I was Olivia Pope and I was oh, no, fixing I... this, if I was fixing this for him, this is what I would tell him to do. Come on and say, I got caught up in the moment. I apologize to my brother. I went way too far. Sorry, everybody. And move on. That's and what I would do. For him. Jerry, you say no. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because of his ego? Oh, is he oh, an ego? Yeah. I don't even get oh, that. Oh, because, no, 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 no. because I don't because know. It's, I can say right now what's going to happen. Go, go ahead, Jerry. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, but go ahead, Jerry. Because because he has too many people that's defending him. So if you go to my Facebook page, and Pastor, you you saw it, and how people was like, I mean, they was defending him, and, and I was talking about the man of God and the Bible says, touch not my anointed. And I said, we use that scripture so out of context. It drives yeah. me crazy. Please. I said, because the Bible also talks <laughs> about correction and reproof. Things that's done wrong. But see, the Bible says do everything decently in order. There was no decency, no order in that. Because again, just on the natural sense, in the height of COVID, especially when Tulsa is a hot spot, when my schools are, my schools are shut down, because COVID is so high, numbers are so high, we don't we don't think about that. And then on the spiritual aspect, is that what miracle followed that? Well, the only thing that's going to save him from this is his brother speaking out on it. His brother, go, if his brother come out and say, you know what, that was my older brother. He was making, he was doing a demonstration. I didn't like it, but you know what, it happened. You know, and I'm cool with it. If he comes out saying it like that, this is going to wash so over. So his brother's going to come on and say, we slept in the same bed, and I peed on him in the middle of the night because right, I slept right, in the right, bed. Right, right, right. So spit is I'm nothing. Just... So spit is nothing. I, I, I I'm just saying, on... if that's your brother, Yo, I get that's it. Not gonna, it's none of that. It ain't going to happen. None of, that, none of that's going to happen. It was a oh, viral moment. Funny. It went viral. Next, when he preaches again online, and you'll see he won't even make mention of it because no. that's how people get over things in this social media age. He's gonna. He's not gonna even make mention of it. He's it's he's benign already, neglect. It's he's a benign principle. neglect. It's it's what we talked about earlier. He's going to move on from it, and he's going to be fine. Listen, there's no doubt. He he, first of all, he shouldn't be canceled. He's gonna be nope. fine. He's gonna. It's, it's gonna be what it's gonna. Be. And he shouldn't be canceled for this. It's something that he did in his church that went viral. It right, is and we it have is. the right to talk about it. Correct, That's correct. the point. We I have like a, it. We definitely have. I'm the not right saying to take his card. I ain't right. telling you to take his church. I'm saying, yo, right. you went too far, hey, dude. Hey, hey, guess what? If you want to be a viral sensation, everything you do is viral and it's over the top and you post everything you do, people are going to comment on it. So you have to be able to take the good with the bad. And if you can't mm -hmm. do that, then get your behind off of social media. Stop All posting everything. Good press. Stop and it's not him complaining. It's, no. it's, the, it's the comment section. It's the, it's the peanut gallery. Right, right, right. I mean, I had people, man. I had a guy just not almost said another word, but this dude don't even go to church. And he want to chastise me talking about, um, you know, you know, that's wrong because the Bible talks about that you should be praying for him. I say, yes, the Bible does. I say, but you got to use the scripture correctly. I say, 
because I say the Bible also tells us this is that it's for correction reproof. I say, and when those men say, when you see your brother doing something wrong, if I'm his brother, if I call myself a believer, I got to say something. That's not judging. That's just saying, that's just telling us wrong. That's just like, if, if Pastor CB doing something, as my brother, he's supposed to come in and say, hey, bro, you know, you, that's not right. But see, we can't do that no more because everybody's sensitive and they get easily offended. When I got people, when I got people in my inbox, man, if I showed y'all my inbox, uh, people was like, man, I can't believe that you you said that and, and here you are supposed to be this. And I was like, why can't I? I say, because here's the thing. I say, Mike Tottenham, I say, transformation, they have a great media team. I know a couple of people that work on his media team. They post clips like this all the time to get those likes up. Oh, I said, and this ain't and this ain't the first time it's gonna happen. The first time he did it was in 2018. Right. Correct. Correct. So see, people don't say that. I don't, I don't know nothing about it. it. What happened? Yeah, well he did the same, he did a similar illustration. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me, he, let, me, let me be petty. What what he say? What he do? Yeah, he, he did, <laughs> but it was the same type of illustration. Yeah, same type of illustration. And he wiped it. He wiped it on the. Paper he wiped it on his. Wasn't there one? Where he, he he. I think he wiped some on himself one day. He's mm -hmm. not. Spit. It's not. Yeah, spit. Wait. Yes. So he's done this before. Yes. yes. See, I don't know nothing about him. No, listen, know Mike, that clip. I I never yeah, heard his sermons. I don't know nothing about this guy. Okay. Let me let me tell you about Mike Todd. So, when Mike Todd's pastor, <laughs> Dante is like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, because he know he allegedly. So, well, I ain't trying to start nothing. I'm just saying. Nah, I don't know. Nah, no, nah, no, it's, nah, it's, nah, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. I'm it's, messing with Jerry. So, so when mm. when Gary McIntosh started Greenwood Cultural Center, that was the name of Transformation before he tra before they transferred over to Transformation. It was Greenwood Cultural Center. Um, Gary McIntosh was a white pastor. He was a white bishop, um, but his church was in the heart of North Tulsa and was doing good. Mike Todd was the youth minister over there at the time. Mike Todd used to do a, um, a youth service um, that afternoon, um, Sunday evening, and it started getting bigger and bigger to the point to where he was bringing in more people that during that time doing regular church. When McIntosh decided to retire. Now he had some assistant pastors over there, but he made Todd pastor, which caused a little rift, but people was like, it is what it is. So now when he started doing this, I mean, people say favor, he's doing other things. I mean, he, what I, what I will say is that he has great connections because he started doing just like he gives he gives a lot of money away and people was talking about that um and so when he started this church when he started his church it was really off of the hype getting people excited getting people this and that and so and it's more of just like he has um faith walk and and, and this and and but it's like to me if you watered down the word to make yourself popular, I have an issue with that. Because one thing that you should never have to do is you should never have to compromise or you should never have to water down the word. The word's gonna stand on its own. And so he does a whole lot of stuff. Just like one Sunday, um, he talked about um, Peter walking on water and 
when he gets up there, he has a whole, he has his whole stage um, just full of water. And was just going through and just out. kicking stuff around. He had a boat, huh? didn't he? He had a boat. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that yeah. one. Yeah. And then he got water everywhere and, and all this. Rob, you would I do mean, it. You would do this one. You would do this one. If you could pull it off, you would. You'd have a boat on your stage and you would <laughs> you would hoop from starboard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're wrong for that one. You're wrong. He would put a tambourine on the end of the on the end of the row on the on the end of the of the oar. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, RJ, RJ, yeah, RJ on the oar, the back of the boat. Then, uh, then he then he had another sermon. It was called "F You." Is he on it, now? Uh, he he's on now. minutes ago, he just posted a statement. And what did he say? He's saying, "I never meant to distract others from God's word and the message of Jesus, even with illustrations." I apologize for my example being too extreme and disgusting. I love everybody. Thank That's you, it, Pope. Not, Olivia Pope. Olivia he has Pope. a great PR person. His PR person is the yeah. bomb. I'm, I'm just saying that. So, did we bet or something? I, I, <laughs> y'all owe me fifty dollars or something. My cash app is dollar sign James Hassel. Sally, <laughs> you've been in trouble before, so. <laughs> Listen, oh, I have, and so you can laugh all you want. It's one of the reasons why I'm being um, gingerly about this. The hey, bishop is hey, on with hey. his arms out. Where you he at? Got his arms out. What's he up, y'all? What's out. up? What's up? Guns out. The guns are out. Man. Guns out. I'm in Mexico, but I had to jump in on this one, y'all. Oh, here he come. He in Mexico. Oh, man. He in Mexico getting his hand. Man, I, I feel sorry for you guys. I just missed the snowstorm. It's about 70, 70, 70 degrees right now. That's and, nice. Uh, That's nice. Man, so, but I had we to appreciate you that. raining this, this on our parade. Right. Man, I just brought for the you. whole high down. How come you ain't still out? No, I'm just moving. Go on. Bishop looking, <laughs> Bishop looking like a bear. He come on here looking <laughs> like a bear. No, he, like he's swole. Ain't no orange. Ain't no orange. Ain't no there's no organs like a dungeon dragon. There's no organs like, no in Mexico. I, I don't went bust a rhyme on you, man. <laughs> Yo, this 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 blew my mind, Doc. I was like, wow. So you saw the apology? Uh, I did not see the apology. Corey you found just posted it. it 15 minutes ago. The one with yeah. the app with the with the the what is it? What's the name of that hat? The the apple, the applejack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, a, I love what Doc, I love what Doctor Hassel said, man. When Jesus did it, he did it to heal. But this guy was just trying to make a point. That was just he was being a heel. Yeah. But you know, was... I was going to say before you gave us the news break, the news break. This is what I was going to say. I have a level of compassion for preachers who make mistakes. That's right. right. Well, yeah. we should all have that anyway. because I'm, I'm a preacher who made mistakes. And even in my rhetoric, even in my presentation, you know, I, I don't know if I've cussed or something like that in a sermon, but I know pastors who do it on purpose. Yeah. And no. it makes them very popular. Yo, remember that time making curse in the middle of a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, but like Johnny Youngblood, like I, I heard that he does it. And one time I invited him to my church because he's got a powerful men's ministry and it's because he cusses. 
He got 6,000 men in his, in his church. And so I said, to, I said, you come to my church? He said, yeah, you come. I'll come. You know, Bottoms made it work. And then he said, I said, you going to cuss? He said, that costs more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, then leave the cussing out. I can't leave afford that. Out. Leave the cussing out. But the wow. point is, is that there is a level for, for us. And I saw another, another um, stream of comments was about how competitive the the playing ground is for preachers especially in the, the social media space and that you gotta be innovative you gotta do different things and so i'm empathetic because we're all trying to be creative but it shouldn't be one-upsmanship you should be yourself and you should make sure that you're not compromising the word and i think that the rest of it let people be who they are i'm not that yeah. dude i'm yo i'm i'm just i'm gonna teach that's what i'm gonna do that's who i am mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to violate the word to get an, an you know, a illustration across because that just ain't me. I, it just won't even sit right. It's like cussing at your mother. I'm not going to do it. Man, just, like, to be honest, I'm man, not gonna do it. the the um, if, if you are a preacher and you say you never made a mistake, you never messed up, you never had to come back and correct yourself and say, hey, I said that scripture wrong. I understood this wrong. Then you're just lying. You're just lying. Right. You're just a liar. You're just a lying <laughs> you know? liar. I can't trust anything that you say. Right. So at and some point, all of us have had to do that. And yeah. um, I think we should show the man grace. I'm glad he apologized because that was just way left. That just, just you know. And, I mean, and, and one other thing. Yeah, other but thing, I'm quick, quick to delete a video. Real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm quick to delete something. If, uh, if I mess if this, up. If this guy, if this guy, um, he is a, a young preacher that's, that's, you know, God has blessed him. God has expanded his ministry. He's got thousands of followers. Um, and these young, these young preachers are trying to emulate him. Right, right, and right. That's the danger right there is that he's a, he is a template. He's an influencer. Yeah, he's, yes. a template. he's a template and an influencer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's got mm -hmm. to be so careful because one little thing he says could either take him, you know, catapult him or bring him oh, down. Oh, let me let me say this. Yeah. He's already catapulted. Let me put it this way. He's already catapulted. He has a great situation going on out there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and, and if so, I had done it, if I had spit on somebody, nobody would have noticed. TMZ was not going to report it. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I love you. You're exactly. my brother, but they wouldn't have reported it. They reported it because he is who he is. Yeah, because TMZ ain't been by my church. Not lately. And, <laughs> and, and here's, here's and this was my issue. Last, the last time they were there, the last time they wait, wait, the last time they were at Kingdom, the Locks is doing a concert there. Inadvertently, they did a concert there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Locks, they go to my church, all right? They come and the sit locks? in the back and don't tell me they there. Yeah, right, the and then they be like, oh, what a priest like Reverend Hassel. I was like, what? <laughs> Anyhow. Yo, he's not lying. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's the truth. Uh, Jada, they, yeah, they in this church. Yeah, it's I, mean, I didn't come to New York, New York then. Yeah, we in Yonkers. But, it is what it is. But here's my here's my thing, and I'm done with it, is that when I make the post, I make the post this, is that you don't have to, just because you're popular does not mean that everything you do is correct. Right. Because because we have now taken... Is somebody listening to I Have listening, a Dream? Who is listening to Martin Luther King? That's not me. It ain't me. It must not be me. Andrew in, in Andrew in Mexico. 
No, it ain't me. They yeah, have a, they, they have a DJ party outside. Now. Oh, they having a DJ oh, party outside. Oh, okay. Martin Luther King. I have uh, a dream. I would, I would tell Andrew to pan the rooms so we see what he's drinking in Mexico, but I ain't gonna Don't do, that. do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh Lord. How long? How long you in? How long you in Mexico? I'm coming home tomorrow, man. Right. Man, you been there long enough to get some rest? Yes, sir. The whole week, man. It's wonderful. Oh, that's good. that's what's up, man. Good for you, man. Good for you. Got to take time for rest. Got to do it. Yep, yep. So listen, last thing, because you know we don't kill Mike Todd enough up here. We ain't really kill him, but you know, nigga, you nasty. Hey man, I like right, that. Let's say like that straight up, nigga, you nasty. All right, just cut it out. Stop spitting on people, and you're gonna be all right. All right, you ain't have to spit on nobody to get likes. You're already that, getting that likes. That N word right? is the worst word it in the English worst word language. in the English language, but it is what it is. So listen. So, so last thing, because we've been up here almost an hour. I, I want to send a prayer, prayers out to the the Steelers, the Cowboys, ah. uh, the, the, Steelers, all the, the Cowboys fans, the Patriots. Can I, can I say the prayer? Can I say the prayer for them? Right the now? Play, the let, let me just say the prayer for them right now. Now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord next season we won't get beat. Uh, uh, that's just how they. What is that? Dante, you a Cowboys no. fan? No, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm oh, okay. not a Cowboy fan. I was but, about you know, to say. but I am a Laker fan, fan, so I understand the pain. I'm a Yankee fan, so I understand. Yeah, you understand, like, listen, you know, it mm. just just wasn't our year. Just wasn't mm. our. And the Lakers, they keep getting beat. I, I just they got beat by 39 points the other night. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I just. Right. You know, some, but somebody did say did funny see? funny line though. Somebody actually put up there that. Um, that Dak Prescott and Russell Westbrook need to get prayed on by uh, by Mike Todd. <laughs> he wow. need to lay hands on them. <laughs> wow. It wouldn't be so bad with the Cowboys fans if they weren't so arrogant, man. When they Yo, that's it right there. They yeah. I just got joy out of seeing them cry yesterday. It really, I'm, like, I'm serious. <laughs> it, it brought me joy. Because I'm a joy. Jet fan, so I mean, I you know I can't talk about losing, but I am talking, you know, about the fact that you know. You know, pride proceeded to fall. Just need to calm down. Man, I'm right, trying to right. tell you, Doc. And then they get to the first game of the playoff and lose every year. Every year. Every year. They just they get beat every year. Like, it yeah, is what Eric, it is. Eric said, get off my Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Now Ben can go and be happy in retirement. Roethlisberger is happily retired now. Ben Ben checked out last week. He checked. I out think that. he did too. I think he did too. Yo, Kansas yeah. City, yo, they 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 just put a beat down on him yesterday. When's the last time the Steelers won the Super Bowl? About ten years uh, ago. About, no, 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 no. It's been. I think they win now. against the Houston Oilers. They, I mean, they won. They won recently. Wow. Yeah, they won recently. It was in the two, I think they won like 2008, 2009, somewhere around there. Yeah, the Houston. Yo, Houston crazy, man. I remember them as Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. I remember the song. Y'all Yeah. Uh, it was 2009, yeah. I guess. Uh, Two, 2009, yeah, I thought so. That's it. All right. So anyway, you know, listen, we talked about a lot. We talked about Martin Luther King today. We talked about, you know, Mike and his his stuff. We talked about the Steelers, the Lakers. You know, today's supposed to be a day of service for a lot of people. A lot of people are working. You know, a lot of people is a day of service for people. You know, just, you know, let's remember MLK. He frees up. For, for the, uh, nah, we're good. Let's remember MLK and his family for the sacrifices that they made. And the same up. with all of our uh, 
all of our uh, civil rights heroes from back. Can in I the day. can I add one more conversation? Yeah, go ahead, man. We can do whatever. I got time before you go. So yeah. so this um the um uh no 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 this is good this is a good one I'm I'm not misbehaving on this one um Naviant is getting sued. For predatory lending practices. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not the first time that that's happened. Student loans are the mo- are the most ridiculous debt in America. They are taking advantage of people. First of all, it's easy to get in, and hard to get out. So they 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 got a class action that was released. What was it? Um, one point eight billion dollars that they got to yeah. give back. Yeah, no, they I have hope to, I'm on that I list. I hope mine is in it. They they have to, yeah, I hope mine is in it. Because I <laughs> sure enough had You know, I was reading the fine print. They was like, you don't have to do anything if you qualify, it's coming. Oh. Shabba, T- Lord I'm, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I done shot it. I shot it. I It's coming. It's coming, then. Hey, you don't have to do me. nothing. It's if you qualify, it's coming. That's I'm all you it. said. Listen, that's a word right there. Wait, hold, <laughs> on, hold on, hold on. I re- no, I ain't paying my tithes on that one. I receive it. Well, you stupid. He already paid. I'm not paying tithes on that one. I paid already. it already. It's, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be forgiveness. So yeah, Adrian said. Adrian just put down. It's going to be about two hundred thirty-seven dollars per person for loans originated after two thousand and two. So. Y'all be happy. Oh yeah, for that. that's me. Twenty thirty-seven dollars per loan per, per person. I don't know about per, per loan per person. That's how many loans they have outstanding. Oh. Wow, man, that's I paid more than that. <laughs> so all that, all that shout just turned into a frown. He just, <laughs> that's <laughs> if that's Adrian. She's quali- She's calculating that based on if everyone with a student loan gets something. But there's right, yeah, a yeah, specific yeah. class of student loan persons that I'm oh. believing I'm in that. Oh, she wow. said she read it. She ah. read it to make sure. She was reading it to make Ooh. sure. <laughs> so listen. Yeah. Well, I'm well, believing I'm in that. I pray, I'm, I pray I'm in that the number. Those of y'all that with student loans with Navient are ending up. Well, speaking of craziness, all right, so I wasn't going to touch on this since we talked about predators. Her name is Naviant, not Naviant. We call him Naviant. Naviant. She from the hood. I don't care what Listen, I don't care what her name is, as long as she know my name. Hey! Uh, come on. <laughs> come on here. Oh, boy. You oh, started boy. talking about the predatory list. I thought you were going on the whole Kenneth Moe thing. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was going there. I was going. I was just getting ready to go there because wow. I have Yo, what an happened? issue. So so here, here's, here's, here's what I'm looking at. Um, there's a place. There is it's some a... foundation. Um, foundation Capital. That's the name of the company. Yes. Why can't foundation I find capital. the Foundation Capital. Funded. Fun. Who was I talking to? Because their church. Their church has loans with 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 them. Anyhow, right. I can't tell a business online, but Foundation Capital was lending to churches at eighteen percent interest only. <sighs> I am. I'm going to say this online right now. Wow. I am a. I am a credit risk ex- expert. I have testified and made many cases on predatory lenders in the mortgage federal business court. on the residential side in federal court. If you guys know of any churches that had loans with, I'm not saying allegedly because I know this is true. I have doc. I have some documentation. But we're looking for churches to let us review your loan docs. Let us review your loan docs. Specific, I want black and white churches because I want to see the differences in the terms that they're giving people. Hmm. 
we want to review those loan docs. So if you know anybody that has loans with them that they're willing to let me and my team review mm. the loan docs, please just give us a call. It's it. We ain't gonna put your business out there on front street. Eighteen We just want to look at on, on an interest only loan, interest only, which, which means that you're only paying. You're you're you are never reducing your principal. Ever. And then they and then they tack a balloon on top of it after year five, which is another problem. Wow. Yeah, it is, it is wow. yeah that you have to that that you have to actually they're churning fees. Correct. In order to Correct. keep you with them. And eight yo, that some of them at 18%, they borrowed mm. like five and six million. So their payments were fifty-two grand a month. Correct. God. And they Correct. never pay it down. They never. can't pay it down because it's and they're only paying the interest only on it. So so think about think about this, and I'm gonna do the quick math on it. So at, at five million dollars, at eighteen percent interest, so that's adding another nine hundred thousand dollars in interest to that particular loan, right? And then you're doing you're doing interest only for five years, so that's that's every months. year. That's nine hundred thousand yeah. a year. Correct. Well, no, no, it's nine hundred thousand dollars over amortized and annualized. It's not a year. It's not a year. That, that, that five million. Twenty percent no, of five million is a million. So you got so so you figure you figure on five years, sixty months, right? So you figure you take that fifty, you take that six million dollars, mm. and you divide that over eighty-four payments. That's typically mm. about seventy-one thousand dollars a month that they have to pay. On Seventy-one thousand a month. Seventy-one thousand a month. A month. Just five million dollars. On five million. On five point nine million dollars. Listen. The Stanford Hotel sold for six million dollars last year during mm. COVID. Mm. They are not paying seventy-two thousand dollars a month. No. In mortgage payments on that. No. Mm. Hey, no. Two two hundred and somebody's church. You done lost your mind. Wow. I, I am. We. I need to see the doc. I need people to give up the documents, though. Just let us look at your loan terms. We just want to look Yo. at the terms, and we want to look at your. We want to look at your underwriting approval sheet because your credit term sheet. That's all we need. Your credit term sheet, and it'll have everything on there that we need. I don't need to look at your financials. I don't need to see anything else. We just want to see the term sheet because the term sheet will tell us everything. So all y'all out there listening, all y'all out there who know, and it's not just them. It's Christian Credit Union also out of San Diego. I know them too. So it's Foundation out of Missouri. It's the other credit union that's in that's in uh, in San Diego. They have different terms for their churches, for their four square churches than they do for our churches. But wow. they come to our churches to give the loans because they know that one, if they don't pay, eventually those buildings are gonna be worth more than what the loans are worth. Yo, and, and watch this, Don, and I know this is getting kind of technical, but those credit unions, they their churches deposit into those credit unions right. for at interest rates return on their accounts at say 0. 0.8, 0.9%. And so for them to be charging 18% interest on those notes, they're making 17% return per year. Where are you making that? Where? Where? No Tell me an investment. You're no making mutual 17%. loan, no nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. Wow. So yeah, wow. so no, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm talking um, to, to a few people uh, and, and I got them on board. From, from a legal perspective to say, hey, if we can get our hands on them, we'll take a look at it. Because it's it's important that we do this for our communities. Yeah. They're taking, yo, they're they're taking buildings worth tens of millions of dollars 
over a half a million dollars. Especially now, because a lot of churches are out of the building. Because, because right, right, it, right. It, it, right, right. And here's the thing. They're not lending at 100% loan to value. They're lending at 30, 40% loan to value. So mm. if, my, if my building is worth, you know, let's a say million. my... Uh, yeah, if it's worth a million, they're only giving you 300. Correct. They're not giving us a lot of money. But they're going to come and take my million dollar property property if I don't pay on that particular that particular loan. If I don't pay that three hundred thousand dollar back or the interest on that three hundred thousand dollars back yearly, they're going to take that. And y'all think preaching is you know pastoring is just about the pulpit? They got to deal with this nonsense. Did they take his building and his property? Whatever was encumbered by that mortgage is gone. G O N E gone. So however many buildings that he had wrapped up in his father had wrapped up in that particular mortgage, they're gone. But he said it. He said it at um at the funeral, at Hubert's funeral. He said he had to move out that night. He said right. that, that night. Friday night. Correct. He said he said, I just came by to show my face. I gotta go because we gotta move out tonight. He said that at the funeral. And finances are nothing to play with. If you're not experienced, get some people around you that wow. are experienced. Yeah, it's it easy to get so, into. It's easy to get into it. Hard to get out. Go ahead, Jerry. So this happened at Kenneth Mobles. Yes, Junior. Lost his bill. Senior too. I mean, it happened with under senior. Senior, senior signed the notes. Correct. He inherited. Moles inherited it. Correct. Wow. This is why pastors, people don't want to take old churches. I don't want to wow. take that debt. Wow. Correct. Yo, and, and I commend. <laughs> I commend, and I'm gonna say this out loud, and some people are like, uh, New Birth had $30 million worth of debt on it when Jamal took it over. I was gonna, they I was gonna lost, say, yeah. they lost the church here to, to, to the same credit union, to, uh, uh, to, to the credit union, the ECC credit union here. Uh, they're out of San Diego. Oh, ECC and they had, you. Yes. Well, I and, got a good note with them, and it's done. I'm right. finished. Some people well, did, and I'm sure that Bishop Long did before all this stuff happened. But they yeah, had thirty they, million dollars worth of debt that he had to pay down, and he went in there and and pretty much turned that around, and then Corona hit. And I don't know what their finances are, but from what I understand, he's reduced their debt by almost ten to fifteen million dollars in three and a half years. He's yeah, figured out he's, how to do it because he, he had. They should be out of debt within the next two years because they have. He has people around him working it. But why are you not paying his own debt? Can I say that? We don't know that. I'm not. I'm not messing with you, nigga. All right, Andrew. I'm not okay, messing with I'm you. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Y'all gonna leave my fraternity you. brother alone. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. not messing with you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm not messing with you, Andrew. <laughs> leave my fraternity brother alone, man. Tell Andrew. Tell Andrew to be quiet. Tell him to be quiet. Say, be quiet. Well, there is a difference between my finances and the church's finances. You know, there's a difference. It is. There is. There is a difference. Okay. Y'all forgive me. We say, and, we, first of and all, the contract is only as powerful as the force to enforce first, it. First of all, that's Preach all. Uh, it's all allegedly, dog on it. All right, all allegedly. <laughs> Bernard, Bernard, Bernard's in here now. Yeah, yeah, Bernard Richardson's in here now talking about. Yeah, I'm not even putting that up. I'm not even putting that up. I'm not messing with him. I'm not messing with him. That's why I put allegedly down there. I'm not messing with him. It's, it's you, my daddy. It's you, my daddy. I'm the, I'm the pappy. I'm the pappy. Eyes of happy, y'all crazy, <laughs> y'all. But listen, but listen, oh real God. talk, real talk on this church debt issue. If yeah. you have a mortgage that's crazy, that's predatory, let it, yo, get at me. I don't want, I don't need to know all your business, what you're doing, what you're not doing. No, that was absolutely funny, uh, Bernard. Um, Bishop, I, I would, I would put it up there, but I don't want to cause no other problem. But I don't want to get, I don't want to get shadow banned by Facebook. 
Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't want to get shot up in. <laughs> but if you know anyone that uh that is in any church that's in a predatory mortgage, let us just let us see the term sheet and we'll let you know if it's predatory or not. Yeah. It ain't gonna take but uh, 10, 15 minutes at the most. Because the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. There's no way in the world that any church should be paying fifty-two thousand dollars a month on any note. Don't Dante sound like the two white guys on on um, Mo Better Blues? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's, it's your friends. It's your friends. Y'all crazy. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. I'm, I'm just telling you. The numbers. Yeah, numbers one, one plus one is two. Every time. Two plus two is four. Four, three, four plus four is eight. It's, the numbers don't lie. It's always the same. I'm telling you. <laughs> Man, he take he taking us back he taking us back to the MLK conversation. Somebody just wrote in here as a people we haven't done much. He's probably turning over in his grave talking about MLK. I mean, oh, wow. Well, Andrew, Andrew, can you talk talk answer that question or give give some light into that question? MLK, the, the MLK question. Uh, what have we done? Have we lived up to his dream? Do you no. think do you, do you think the sacrifice is worth was was worth it for him? You say I, no. I, Go ahead. I think um, Dr. King has becoming like. <clears throat> probably one of my greatest heroes, man, the, every year I live. Because the man was so prophetic. The man just, he was placed here to bring uh, to bring light and bring information to what was going on in the world. And I think the people who, you know, colonized this country and everything, they they understood the power. Colonizers! The they, un they understood the power this man had. Right. But, um, if we could get well, every time I travel to Africa, this is this is where I see this in action. I Drop. see the people in Africa uh, fighting each other. Don't hate Dante. They fight each other. They're, the the corruption there is so ridiculous. I mean, you got people in power, and they keep everybody else down on the low. The low. Wait, the wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That sounds like you're talking about America. But go ahead, keep going. It, it's don't it sound like America? So it does. That same, that same. If we could ever just stop fighting each other, man, we could maybe get to this dream that he had. But we, we're so busy fighting each other. So the answer to the question, the short answer is, I don't think we've realized this dream. But I think we can. We just gotta stop fighting each other. Yep. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. I don't know if he's rolling over in his grave because ain't nothing there. Oh, I'm sorry. You need muscles. You need muscles to do that. You need, you need muscles. Have y'all seen the MLK tapes? Uh, I haven't seen them yet. I, I hear they're it's on Apple TV. I was gonna watch it. I was actually gonna get it and watch I'm, it. It's it's great. It's really? Great. Corey watched it twice. He watched it at his church. So wait. So speaking of speaking of watching stuff at your church. So what was the outcome of your conversation that you had yesterday, Corey? Talking about white nationalism and and, and the church. Since we're here. Well, it it really was it was great. I think it was well received. Um, they took it and said, you know, wow, we never. Because I said, you, we really need to be able to have some kind of introspection. People, especially white people, that are dealing in black spaces and trying to trying to work along with black people that it, white people that are 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 open to being, you know. To working with black people and trying to understand black people, they need to take some self um, uh, evaluation and how if there if there's any racist attitudes or racist things that are still left in them, that you know in, in order for them to kind of overcome, 
and deal with black people. And number one, also they need to be able to listen and hear what we what we're you know some of our cries, some of our cares, what what we want you know what we want done in our lives now. If you want us to be in your spaces, you better you, you gotta open up your ears. You can't just just say, oh well, I'm glad they're there, and you know he can, he can play for me, but he can't he can't be on my team. He can't be on he can't really be involved. And I think I said I said you definitely have to open that up and knock that down. What what happened? I don't I don't know what y'all talking about. I want to throw oh. one, one more thing in there too. Uh, what what you're saying, Corey? Um, we can't black people can't be racist. Not by definition, we can't be, because in order to be a racist, you have to have, you got to have control of a system in order to oppress others. What system do we have control over to oppress anybody? I can't hear nobody. Let <laughs> <laughs> me say that you heard the crickets because I don't think we we're control the black church. Yeah. <laughs> and do we? Do we? Do we really control the black Do we really? Do we really control the black No, listen. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying the attitudes that that a lot of we, we, we've taken. Like I said, we've... we nah, we nah, 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 we nah, 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 nah. Listen, I'm telling you, if, if I have a funeral at my church, and I want y'all to hear this, if I have a funeral at my church, I tell Pope to go to the black to the black um, undertaker. Right. I, I prefer it, It's and it's my policy. I can't make you do it. I'm telling you, this is what I prefer. However, if a white undertaker comes into my church, I make sure they know I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And me too. Me too. Yep. Yeah, but Corey, what are you here. talking about? What yeah, happened? I'm talking. How do they control the black church? I, listen, well, we were talking. I believe that's all we got. It's we all we got. With and the, the barbershop. Of how has white Those are two evangelical racism affected communities of color? Okay. Uh, okay. So okay. I, I had a conversation with my pastor about it, and we were talking. We were talking about it, and I and your pastor is white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And here's another unpopular you, you, opinion. You do that all. Black people can't fix racism. You, you, I, I just wanna I just wanna hear it. I don't know second. what is it. Hold on a dag on a second. Hold on a dag on a second. She said, What was that? What is that? Don't go black, nah, Rob. You can't drop the bomb and then hide the space. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Bro, you That's do. why I say, Corey, you, know you ain't saying Corey that is. the white people cut, they control the black church. That oh, I'm, I'm not, not gonna let that, that fly. No, but no, why no, do no. we as black people go to the white church? Uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. That's another hey, conversation. What did he say? That's another conversation. Now I made a lord. Now I made a lord. Yo, well, yeah, listen. <laughs> yo, yo, Corey stuck. Corey said, No, I mean, what did he say? I'm going. He said, he said no, why you ain't come on, come on back. Blacks go to the white church. That's what he said. Why can't, why do we have to make a decision? Why why do we have to be at a black church? So then why are we that. putting why are we putting it's the same thing? Why are you having those conversations with your white pastor? Because we need if you're gonna stop racism, you have to be in the system to work the system. 
because I, I'm, I'm just saying, gonna, well, well, then why are we leaving the system, system? And why are we? From why, within, just, it's just a question. It's no, just a I'm question. Just, I'm, I'm just asking, why do black people leave to go to white churches, but yet we diss the black pastor who's always there for y'all, supposedly, oh, I'm not always there, the always I'm not in the community, the but yet we run out and go to the white pastor and then try to put our beliefs on the white pastor who ain't even really going, well, whatever. I don't want to lose no engagements, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, but black people are quick. Black people are quick to go to white churches and then say, oh, they offer more. What happened to the black people going to the black that. churches, black churches and actually um, giving them something, giving the gifts, doing the things. If if you if we're making them look good, what happened to us making the black the black path and the black church look good? I don't I don't understand. I'm I'm Bishop lost Richardson answer your question. Bishop Archbishop J. Bernard Richardson answer your question. He says they go because the white ice is colder, the white sugar is sweeter, Ooh. the white salt is saltier. Ooh. Okay. Well, all well, right. that that could be for some people. <laughs> so what made you make the decision? What made me? The, no, because I'm not. And, and, and Corey, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to dish you at all. You know I love you. But what made you go to the white church and then have that conversation? You know what I'm saying? Because right, that's cause a I know you grew up. That should be a temple. hard. That should be a. That had to be that's a, hard a whole other conversation. But well, go ahead. No, Corey, Corey. I'm thinking to myself that had to be a hard conversation or a hard topic for you to even bring up with your pastor. Um, because I'm going to assume that you're maybe one of five or six faces there in your congregation that are black versus a majority white church. So, you know, how did that come about? How did that conversation even happen? How what made them be because open he is one of he's one of a few pastors that are actually trying to address the situation that mm -hmm. most pastors will not ever touch. White so, pastors will never so, touch. So let me ask let me ask a question, right? Yeah, there's and no, this is, there's this no is benefit a, to them touching it. Right. There's no benefit for them to touch it. But the other piece is, you know, it, it's this is they want us to come to their churches. Right. They can they can play the drums. They can sing on the worship team and give them a sort of our flavor. But are they on the trustee board? Are they counting the money? Are they on the administrative team? Things of that nature, because I can actually because, say that in the in the community that I am in. Yeah, they are. We are. That's dope. That's so dope. I can, that, and that's the what. And that's the reason why I even said yesterday. I said I refuse to be a part of any other converse, uh, any kind of con congregation that does not address racism, social issues of the day. I refuse to be a part of that. I was a part of that, but I'm not anymore, and I will never be a part of anything like that. And I don't. And, and I don't think we should be separate. I don't think we should. We should have to be separate. So I, I, and, I, and I understand I, I it's some, just a fact wait, that wait, 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 no, no, we need to be wait, hold on, because, no, cause, because cause, I need some, on. I need some seasoning on my music. Wait, y'all, <laughs> but, I'm but back I just in. wanted to say, Bishop, hold on for a second. Cause I know, I know, see y'all, y'all, y'all think I'm trying to attack, but I'm not, nah, nah, we, what, we know you're what not I'm really right. trying to say is because it, it's a thought in my mind. What makes, what makes you as a black person leave the black culture to go to a white church so to speak and, and i'm just saying so to speak quote unquote to go out there and build a, anywhere you go you know you're building that church 
Because you know why? You're going to bring people with you. Some and people are called sure. to be bridge bridges. And some people... Some people can do that. If you can only, if you only have that mindset, well, it's either black or the black way or no other way, then right. that's where you'll be. Some people, mm -hmm. some people will be, but there's some people that have been called to be bridges, to, mm -hmm. to bridge the community, to bridge the gap. And, if, and I feel like, I feel like part of, part of my being is to do that. I'm, I can talk to anybody. I can mm -hmm. deal with any, all my life. I've been able to talk to any group of people. Right. Deal with any group of people. I and say, I'm saying that. Everybody, everybody, everybody can't do that. Because of the sweaters you wear. <laughs> <laughs> or the drinks. Or the short pants. Or the short pants. But you know, everybody, everybody does not have that calling or that ability to deal with every culture. Because some people right. are so minded, so just uh, well, it's got to be everything black. No, I don't want anything. I don't want to deal with anything else. You, some people have to. You have to have that 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 ability to to, to deal with both and, and and you know what whatever decision that people make I, i'm always i'm always trying to figure out like why do we make those decisions but at the same time i don't want to hear like okay well the black church ain't doing this and that's what they always equate that to is mm -hmm. that the black church, oh, we don't have children's church. You don't have, uh, you know, them fancy fog machines and lights and all that other stuff. And I'd rather go over here because we have a cafe. I, I can drink I while I'm in church and all this other stuff. And so they start equating that to that. And it makes you think as a pastor, you, you're sitting there like, oh, is that what I'm, that's how I'm going to get you? That's how I'm going to attract you? That's how you're going to stay in the church? And so, and, and I'm not trying to, I, my thing was is that what attracted because I know you so it was more of what attracted you to that ministry and I don't even know what ministry I don't know your past I don't know nothing and I'm not against white churches Spanish churches black churches Haitian churches or anything like that but I'm trying to figure out how did we lose our people you know what I mean how did we well, lose a our lot of it is where did they well, go well I think a lot of it comes from a well, couple, couple, couple of things there are some people that go to churches within their proximity I can, mm -hmm. you know, I live in, I live in Charlotte, but I live in, I live at least, you know, for me to get to the nearest black church, well, no, I shouldn't say that's true. To get to the nearest black church that I would attend, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, oh, no. it, it's, it's a, it's at least a 40 minute drive. <laughs> Easy. But why, but why is that? Like, I mean, not because of where but you live, I'm just saying. It is, is but it is because of where I live. Because right around we the corner, we have preferences. That, right, right around is, is that we have right worship preferences. preferences. Right, right, right. Because would you because say, Corey? I'm gonna be honest with you. Wait, I'm I want to hear Corey's question. I literally live around the corner from one of the hottest churches in the country, according to some people. Matter of fact, there are he has three campuses around the corner from me. Elevation, Steve Furtick. Everybody love Elevation. His main campus is right up the street from me, and he has two two other satellite campuses less than three miles from here. For some reason. Which, oh, yeah. you know, um, but but it's a matter of your preference, where you want to go, what you want to do. I don't want to have to drive uh, two hours on a Sunday after commuting downstairs to my office uh, <laughs> uh, to go to church. That's just that's just that's the honest truth. A lot of people leave black churches because black churches are typically in the community that they no longer live in. That's one reason. Now, 
The other reason is there's some black people that lead the black churches because their their spouse of another persuasion says, I don't want to go to this church no more. So we got to go find a different church. So they go to a church that's, you know, that both people will feel comfortable with because there are some churches like that also that have, you know, that are full of, of, of I hate to say mixed race couples, but there are churches that are like that, that cater to both. And then there's some people that just like, you know, the dark lights and the fog scenes and the rock music, then that's where and they the, want to And go. Starbucks coffee yeah, at and the Starbucks door. Coffee. Yes, what's up? And children's the, ministry. A, a, a sexy church. Oh, and, and the length of the service. Right. And the un- over-emotional uh, approach of the, of the black church. Oh my God. It's true. Oh my God. And I'm not knocking it. So don't think that I'm knocking anything. Uh, I'm not knocking it. It's just the fact that I don't understand it. And I want it. I want the enlightenment of why am I losing this community? And they they rather go out into the town. You know what I mean? They don't want to go to the city of Newburgh, but yet everybody say, oh, you know, hey, you know, oh, you're going to do this. Hush, Dante. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And, you know, you're going to build this and you're going to build that. But yet you see others going into the town and then they'll be like, oh, they'll offer this. They offering that and they offering that. And so it even if I did everything that they're doing, would it keep the people? <laughs> would it keep the people in there? You know what I mean? So would it bring that element? Because you don't ever want to lose since we're multicultural. You don't ever want to lose your own people, though. Right. You know what Very I mean? True. I think and it's, then, it's and a then, level. Uh, and then. It's like, okay, well, for me, I'm Catholic, all right? And so, if uh, yeah, I turned Catholic um, two weeks ago. That's sweet, okay. And so, uh, <laughs> because I want to be a priest now. And so, yeah, I want to um, preach in the Catholic your church. Your wife's not hearing you that. Your, your wife's not, your wife's hey, not hearing hey, that. Hey, hey. Yeah, but I'm changing hey, the system, Don't even start me on right? that, because I got a buddy that's done did that. <laughs> but... As a black really? person, if I go into the Catholic religion, do I change the system? Yeah. How how can I how, how am I going to change the system? So that my thing is is that now we go into these other cultures, and they're supposed to automatically respect us. No, we got to sit there and we probably have to, like Corey said, have these conversations, do these certain things. So I understand what he's saying. I just don't. I never had the opportunity to talk to pastors. To say why are they going over here though you know what i mean like what is the difference between over there and over here but i hear it the length of service and all that other stuff and all that you and know, parking but. and nobody gonna break in my car I, yeah listen, I, I passed it where you but, in the same area you passed it and i have mm-hmm. certain problems so i have to mitigate those issues in mm-hmm. order to take the cap off the ministry it's it's about being agile if we're willing to do it i think we've gone full circle in this conversation because i think it goes back to what makes mike todd so popular is that this generation wants a certain mm-hmm. presentation and many people are going to do what it takes to get the bodies in the seats i think mm-hmm. that jerry's point is is we don't mm-hmm. have a problem with that until you compromise the word of god that's the point right 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 is if you got to compromise the word mm-hmm. to get butts in the seat then you my brother my sister are a false prophet and you we should stone you <laughs> really really has <laughs> yo so 
But you know, so I kid but, you not. But you know, so also, listen, somebody, you know, somebody invited me to church. Believe it or not, somebody invited me. There's a transformation church not far from here, pastor by a brother. But he's he's That's like a huge church. Not a transfer here in Charlotte. Yeah. Right, right. You oh. know what I'm talking about. Uh what's his name? The football player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I said to her I don't know that church either, I, so I, explain. I said, I said to her, because they were doing their 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 was it, what what'd you call it earlier? Their crossover night? What'd you call it mm-hmm. earlier? Crossover, crossover. Yeah, they're doing night. their crossover night. Um and I sent her a picture back. I said, Well, if they don't have one of these in the church, I'm not coming. And it was a B three. And she said, and she says to me, what is that? I was like, see, that's why I'm not coming. <laughs> that's why I'm not coming. I, I, yeah, give me a B3. If they don't have B3 on the stage, I ain't coming. Well, Elevation got a B3. You ain't why you go to <laughs> They don't have the pedals. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But, but look what um, Richardson wrote, Dante. Yeah, I see. I'm going to put it up here. Man, I think underneath all the bells and whistles, the bottom line is we have lost the trust of our so, own communities. Ooh, that's that's okay. True. So I got to show you this, and this is one of my associate ministers at my church posted. Uh, I, I can't see it. There. You can't Just read it. it. Oh, I went to the. No, you got to see what it is. It's Todd. His apology, and she says, "When you're man enough to apologize." And and his, see, his, that's his what stock went up. Because... His stock went up. Well, yes. I told you it was going to go up. Yes. I told you that. And, regardless. And that's what everything. Me. So hold on. She said everything doesn't have to be about yelling and screaming. Some churches are seeing less bodies because the leader is doing the most and the message gets lost. We just had a nigga spit on somebody and he just gained another thousand, another million followers. So cut it out. All right. All black preachers don't yell and scream. I mean, come on, cut it out, cut it out. And, and, and the bottom line is, but this joker just literally spit a loogie on his brother's face and now he got a, another million followers. And he's smiling, you know why he's smiling? Because everybody talking about him today. Correct. But it goes back to what Hassel and his, said. And too. his stock, uh, after, his, stock uh, and his money just went up. Yeah, it goes back to what uh, Hassel said off of Dan, uh, Danielle's uh, comment. And that's our cousin. I wasn't, that, trying, I wasn't trying to put her all out there on front street. Like well, that. no, it goes back to what he said, preference. So if you don't like screaming, then you go to a different church. You don't like hollering or hooping, you go to a different church. And if you just like talking, like Joe Osteen, a little joke here and all that other stuff, then you go there. So, uh, yes, it's about preference, and we get that. But I was just, my focus was asking, why are we losing? Why are we? Is there something that the black church isn't doing? Well, let me ask this. What what has what have we changed from what we learned from 30, 40, 50 years ago? Are we still running our services the same uh, or are the services, you know, mm-hmm. are, are, are they programmed the same? No. You know, you come in, you come in, praise the Lord, everybody. You have praise and worship come up and then you have the pastor come up, give remarks and then he goes into his offertory appeal. And then you have the praise scene, come back and sing one song. And then the pastor goes in to preach and then he dismisses because he forgets to have an altar call because altar calls aren't really in, in, uh, they're not the rage any, any longer, or they're not the end thing to do any longer. Um, in some churches, not, not my brother's churches, not my cousin's church, church up there because, you know, they still have their altar calls. Um, but what growth? What growth has? What growth has come in the black in the black church of the last few years? Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, can I speak on that? Here's here's what I see: is that 
and I, and I always say this, is that we become entertainers. Whatever fix our emotions, we gravitate to. That's why you don't see churches talk about hell, living right, because it's not popular. You start getting these feel-good services like the Todd's, the Joe Osteen's. Yeah, uh, Jerry Old big, School. Jerry Old School. He's talking about sanctification. <laughs> Living right. Hey, man, what that mean? I'm, hey, I'm church of God in Jerry, Christ. Jerry, old school. Jerry, I'm church of God in Christ. So, yeah. Church yeah, of God I'm in Christ. God the, in Christ. The one I you mean, can't so. join, you got to be bone in it. Hysterical. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's, it's fade, so, fade the black. It's, it's funny. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I could talk about that. I could talk about that. Never mind. But, I'm just saying, Dante, and you uh, know, we grew up Kojic. <laughs> You got three people that grew up Kojic on yeah. here. So you got Corey, four, Dante. Four, yeah. Jerry and you. And Jerry too. And Jerry. Oh yeah, me. I forgot me. Got all of us that grew up Kojic. Mm -hmm. So we I mean, we know. We, you know, it is what it is. But go ahead, Jerry. Don't hold your comment, yeah. Dante. But yeah, we get caught up we get caught up in we get caught up in the feel good message instead of and so that's why you see a lot of people start to gravitate towards those other services. Because and then we don't take accountability for us. We've been doing we've been doing the same services for the same forty years, and there's no change. And and now it's at the point to where we know how to run church, but do we have true experiences with God? Hmm. And that's, that's what it. that's what a lot of churches is missing is that we have a good church service, but we're not having a God service. My cash app is dollar sign praise the Lord. Somebody, no, I'm just <laughs> yo, he dropped the mic on that one. It's the point that I want experience with God. I'm not even trying to be Baptist no more. I just want to be. I want to be in His presence, whatever that means. Turn the lights and back. Turn the lights back on. I'm gonna tell you something. Get rid of the fog white people. White people don't join churches with black pastors. Not generally, they don't. Generally, they don't. Generally they don't. If they do, it's only Whoa! for a season. Whoa! Whoa! Say it again. It is the truth. They just it's don't. It's the truth. The people. It's the truth. It is. And so truth. I don't look for it. And if I, if they do come, and and I, I'm just saying this that in in most cases there's something mentally unstable about them. So Rev. That that goes right back. Can I say too much? <laughs> that goes right back. I to hope y'all. I hope y'all watch this here because we are not at all joking. Um, it it but, is. But, that's a lot. But that's that goes right back to my question. Why are we leaving to go to them? Because we don't mind white leadership. They mind black leadership. Wow! Wow! Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. I said, we don't mind it. We don't mind it. Wow. We don't mind being told how to live by white people, but white people mind being told how to live by black people. That, that and and at that point, people. that definitely can be wow. true for some people. I've sat in those those sessions like you did, Corey, and I'm, 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 and from a pastor, I'm a senior pastor now. The truth is, is that that white fragility and white supremacy keeps them from joining our churches. They don't want to talk about the the 
the spotted history, the the tainted history, and mm -hmm. the and and more specifically about the evangelical white evangelical church's role in making slavery successful. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that and that really was the 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 premise for what, the conversation that I had yesterday. At right, the and they don't want to deal exactly. with that because white guilt is what you're trying wow. to produce. And white guilt is not something anyone wants to palate. No, that wasn't me. That was my forefathers. And then mm -hmm. Jim, so say, okay, then Jim Crow became a repackaging of slavery. And then after Jim, Close, Jim Crow comes the prison industrial complex and the church is benefiting from all of it. And so what I'm saying is this, is that it, it, you can't, Ma Martin said it too, you cannot deal with racism until you deal with it in the church. The most segregated hour is the yeah. 11 o'clock hour. And mm -hmm. you you can't bust people into the white church and you're not gonna bust white people into the black church. When they do it in Harlem, and I'm just going, I'm on a, I'm on oh a rant God. right now. Yeah, yeah, because they when do they it, yo, do they it do it every Harlem, Sunday. Yo, they bust the white people in and the black the people make them sit in the balcony. It ain't just Abyssinian, it's all the really? black Baptists. They, they charge them $35 a person at the door for white people to even come in the building with those I tour buses. I know churches in Harlem that do that. I I know that. I, yeah. What? Are you what? serious? The, they pay the tour companies $35 to go to a black Baptist church to hear the black music. And they sit them in the balcony and they let them leave after the offering. Wow. Yep. That is true. Wow. So the racist, black people can't be racist? Sit in the balcony? Isn't that what they did to us? Right. Right. And that's what I said yesterday. I said everybody has to take that that self-evaluation. Everybody. Get me started. Rob, and I'm sorry. I left, I, just I, left off, but... for a, I left church for a while. And then until I came Jay's back, I came back to a, a situation that was like this, like what I'm looking for. Exactly. that. They're trying to break it down from the pulpit. But I mean, your church, your church media, also, your church is very progressive. Your church is very progressive, and go. I agree with I agree with some of their progressiveness. Here Other we parts go. of it, I mean, I don't even know, Don. If we you you want to have this conversation another time? No, let's uh, go ahead. We're here. Let's well, go ahead. I don't have time for that. No, oh, me, you neither. Have me neither. That's why I ain't gonna say it. Well, well, I guess I guess I guess we're gonna have to have because he already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, but I was waiting for I was waiting for James. I was waiting for Hassel to respond. Cause I know I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. I'm not crazy. crazy. No, you're not crazy. That I asked. We're, listen, but, a lot of it. A lot of it is. A lot of it is preference. A lot of it is our mentality of you know the 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 ice is colder, and it's sweeter. Don, I a got friends. I got rich white friends who would say I would come to your church if it wasn't so black. Yeah. Because my word, I ain't nobody teaching at the level I'm teaching. But, but that all boils down, well, for what you just said, that boils down to style or preference. No, for they that. don't want to sit next to people who are not in their class. Correct. It's classism. That's, yeah, that's that's true. Or they, or they presume, they assume. Because church is about pecking order. That is true. If you, I'm telling you, you read this book, it, it talks about everything you're saying. I it could write it. <laughs> yep. 
I went to a white evangelical seminary, got a doctorate from it. I'm a professor at one. I get it. Yep. I I know the history. Yep. Well, and and there you have it. So we'll talk about the other issue in another one. That's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be juicy. juicy. So we'll have to we'll have to right. schedule it for an afternoon where everybody's not busy and we can just come on and talk about. Oh, it. it's gonna be juicy. Hey, I just want to say shout out to Victory um, and Doherty here in Tulsa, one of the largest um, churches that um, bring in black folks. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. Yo, Jerry, I'm not messing with you. Listen, happy <laughs> MLK. Know, happy MLK Day. Thank you, Hassel. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Corey. We're all going to pay for this broadcast. Yo, this broadcast will be well, since yeah. we all going to pay for it, I'm going to go ahead. Excuse me, brothers and sisters, please. If someone just turn off. King looked out on his people and saw they were in great need. So he did what all great leaders do. He told them the truth. Will you ignorant niggas please shut the hell up? He just said what I think he said. Is this it? This is what I got all those ass whoopings for? I had a dream once. It was a dream that little black boys and little black girls would drink from the river of prosperity, freed from the thirst of oppression. But lo and behold, some four decades later, what have I found but a bunch of trifling, shiftless, good-for-nothing niggas. And I know some of you don't want to hear me say that word. It's the ugliest word in the English language. But that's what I see now, niggas. And you don't want to be a nigger, cause niggas are living contradictions. Niggas are full of unfulfilled ambitions. Niggas wax and wane. Niggas love to complain. Niggas love to hear themselves talk but hate to explain. Niggas love being another man's judge and jury. Niggas procrastinate until it's time to worry. Niggas love to be late. Niggas hate to hurry. Black entertainment television is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Usher, Michael Jackson is not a genre of music. And now I'd like to talk about soul playing. I've seen what's around the corner. I've seen what's over the horizon. And I promise you, you niggas have nothing to celebrate. And no, I won't get there with you. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> the views the views that was brought just previously made was that of Dante Listen. Jackson Dante Jackson alone they're mine I don't care if they mad or Jerry yo yo Jerry I gotta say wait wait Jerry Jerry that disclaimer is a little off because some of those statements do represent the views of Dr. James Hassel 
Listen, a lot of those statements, Rob, Rob is still fading black. Don't you wish you could say it like that? Sometimes you wish you could say things like that. It's just crazy. Listen, that was all tongue in cheek, but you know, go watch that entire episode of the Boondocks, the MLK episode. It was probably one of his most controversial episodes, but he told a lot of truth in that particular episode. Um, and we're still grappling with that truth. You know, was it really? He died. My MLK That's was shot and killed Jerry. Uh, Jerry, for all of us. Funny. What Yo, Dante <laughs> put us in predicaments, don't he? Yo, y'all Look put yourself in predicaments. Look at Rob. Rob, Look at Rob. Rob fade to black. Listen, man. Thank y'all for joining us on I'm our staying first, on black. Our first, <laughs> our first episode of the year. Now nah, we're done, Rob. We're done. Listen, our first episode of 2022, <laughs> season two, episode one. We we went out with a banger. Episode two might be even crazier. Uh, we're going to get the fellas back together. We're going to plan it out, put it on the calendar so we can have this longer conversation. And by the way, we don't just talk about church stuff here. You know, we're all church boys. We're all born, raised church. We all participate in church. But, you know, as you can see, we'd like to have fun. There's life outside of the four walls of the church also. Um, you know, some of us drink bad beer. Um, some of us drink. <laughs> some of, it's, it's hard apple cider. So it's hard apple cider. Some of us it's shoot guns. Some of us live in the country. Some of us still live in Newburgh. Hey, hey. Some of us, some of us arrest people for a living. Um, <laughs> you know, some some of us like don't. Some of us don't have a problem suing banks who prey on black people. Um, that's just what Driver. we do. That's just what we do. We're all here. We're, we're, hey, can, we I, can I do an around. apology real quick? Go ahead. I want to apologize to everybody that's mad at me about what I said about Mike Todd. Man, I'm <laughs> good with him. I'm just hoping that he give me some money, man. Holla at your boy. Yo, 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 yo. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, oh. That's a whole. Half, I'm done, man. Half, I want to apologize. I want to apologize. Jerry, Jerry money. seems so bothered by all of this. He... <laughs> Hold on, don't you see the tears? Uh huh. Crocodile tears. Crocodile tears. Oh, so I bought. You know, a crocodile will cry while he eats you. Right. <laughs> so sure enough, well. Sure enough, well. Right. All right, gentlemen. And hey, listen, thank you all for joining. Listen, like, share, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify. Apple Music, our Facebook page, the Deacon Board on uh, on social media, on Facebook and on IG. Um, just check us out. Oh, you know what? Before we go, there's a new spot called Black Fashions also, where you know we're just doing a whole lot of confessions that aren't popular amongst our people. Like I put up there, somebody got mad that I said uh, Love Jones the movie is trash. Like if you go and watch Love Jones the movie right now, you'll see how by trash it's trash it's trash greg jordan what's up man i see you down there commenting yes some of us buy real estate and provide a place for others to it's live 20 years later i mean yeah but it's still trash you know mary j blige is a horrible actress and she's really not that great of a singer Matter of fact, she's a hard you Hey, hey, hey. You're going to watch your mouth, man. Hey, what you're not going to do is What you're not going to do is talk about Mary J. Blige on this broadcast. Oh, yes, I am. Look at her. Look at her. She can't dance either. You better Yo, watch your she mouth. She can't dance. What are you talking about? You're going to watch Hassel. your mouth. Hassel, when was the last time you actually listened to an entire Mary J. Blige album? Have you actually ever a couple of days ago? Because I, I I really had to to get myself um, grounded. Because, um, I well I can't tell you the full reason, but it has something to do with my daughter. Okay, all right, all right. We'll talk about that afterwards. Hey, Yo, man, hey, hey, hey Greg, hey Greg, you see what Greg just dropped? 
I'm good. I'm headed to the Rams game. Mary J can say, see, I know. Listen, you know what? Just because you go into a Monday night playoff game in LA at SoFi Stadium, don't we don't we don't care. I, we I know, care. Right? Just we stunting. care. We, we stunt, care. We stunting with them season tickets. That's my yeah. man, though. That's my man. He's stunting with them season tickets. Um, let's see. What else? What else is unpopular in, in, in Black World? Um, no, I'm not gonna say this one because I don't need people coming after me. It was it was gonna be about Beyonce, but I'm gonna leave that alone. What can you say? Now you're dealing with the church of Beyonce. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> what, you, what you can say? Because you know the beehive will get you. I ain't mm-hmm. scared of them. You don't want that. But I ain't messing with them today, though. I got stuff I need uh-huh. to do. Yeah, I got uh-huh. stuff I, I need to do. So anyway, go check them out. Black Fashions on Facebook. Black Fashions on Twitter. Just put your confessions in there. It's, it's a safe spot for people to put your confessions at that aren't popular. Um, my confession <laughs> is, I think it's it's very unpopular, but... Um, yeah, um, how can I, how can I, how can I say this? I'm tired of black gospel singers trying to be CCM. I hate CCM music. I turn the lights back on in your church. You don't stop need to make a church on. sexy. Stop, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop making church sexy. All right. If, 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 if yo, Vincent Crawford said it, see, Vincent Crawford said it for me. Now, what? Have you lost your mind? Is, but he knows the devil because he don't know God. He don't know God. Yo, Vince, Vince, and, Beyonce and, can sing. And here's another thing Listen. that's unpopular. Robert's TikToks are horrible. Stop, get off of TikTok. Rob, you hear, you hear I said, get off of TikTok. Hey, oh, he got, put your ears back in so you can hear us. I heard what you said. You just got to ignore it. You just got to ignore it. Uh, yeah. I'm not yo, a TikToker. Hey, yo, I, I cracked just, up. I just yo, throw I it up did, there. I, I did crack up at the one with you and your wife with the high heels. I was like, yo, she really meant that. She was, <laughs> She really meant that thing. Uh, I just do it. Listen, I nah, like it's to fun. have it's fun. fun. It's all fun. It's all fun. Yeah. Love it. Oh, and, and another one. And, 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 and all right, so y'all, y'all be y'all say, I will take Mary over Beyonce. You know what? I'm not messing with Vincent. Vincent, Vincent. Now, I, now, listen. Now, now, Vince. Now, Vince. Come on, now. Now, you, you went too far on that. There's no way in the world that you would take Mary J. Blige over Beyonce singing. Nah. Her, her, her range on Love on Top is amazing. It's my favorite song. Right. You tripping, yo? I, I feel mean, churchy tripping. when I hear that song. I feel, churchy. I feel churchy when I hear six in the morning too. I mean, <laughs> oh, y'all don't feel churchy when you hear that. I you feel it. Uh, I feel it. I feel Corey, it. you don't yeah. feel you don't feel churchy when you be when you slayed. Hear be slayed. Killed that. But it's I right, feel right. dirty. I feel like dirty church. Feel I feel like, like, like somebody church. spit on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the God. views that was just mentioned was not those of Jerry Moore. <laughs> Those of Dr. James Hassel and Dr. James Hassel alone. If anybody in Tulsa is watching, I didn't say anything. I'm just looking for a boy to send me a couple of dollars. For all of y'all that want to know what song we're talking about, go look up Six in the Morning, Gordon Campbell featuring featuring B. Slade. It's churchy. It's 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 it's, it's, it's church, but it it but you feel dirty but after you, listening. To I mean, it. I don't know Save if I feel shower afterwards. I yeah. mean, you got to take thirty of them uh, afterwards on that one. You um, brush your teeth and gargle after it with, with real Listerine, the old school yellow Listerine, not the new one. <laughs> oh, that, that one that burned, oh my god, your jaws, the one that burned. Yo, he said jaws. the yellow Listerine. All right, that's funny, kid. All right, fam, y'all be easy, man. Y'all be safe out here from this Amarion. Um, yo, I mean, just 
Yeah, be safe. I'm gonna need a nap after this, man. Yeah, it's, this it's been stressful. a long time. I'm, this I'm actually a stressful conversation. I'm actually, I'm actually going back to work. I'm going back to work after this. This yeah, is stressful, God. Rob. I'm stressed out right now. <laughs> Funny. Just Funny. Man, y'all be easy. Thank y'all for joining. Like, share, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever wherever you get your podcast from. Y'all be easy. All right. Hold on, Corey.